Welcome back to Hashtag Raise Awareness, our weekly podcast where we review topics and bring justice to those needed. I'm Amira Martin, your host today, and today we will be talking about how we should change the way we view fat, or the word fat. What do you think of when you hear the word fat? What emotion comes to mind? Fat, or the word fat, has been seen as a swear word in our society for too long. I'm here today to say that we must change the way we view the word fat and in turn change the way we view fat individuals. What comes to play in their habits or weight? Trauma, mental illness, genetics, today you will find out. The word fat has been seen as such a negatively implied, derogatory piece of vocabulary. We view the word as an insult, lined with fire and wrapped in thorns. This is not always practical and not always right. The word fat is a descriptory word just as tall, short, slim, any of those. It is not a slur waiting to be used. We must begin to reclaim the word before we can deem ourselves a body positive generation. When the word fat is seen as a bad word, even the fat people themselves view their body as alienated. This can be prevented by beginning to use it in our everyday life. Stigma around this word and around the bodies of fat people is harmful not only to the fat people themselves, but to the skinny people who fear to gain even 10 pounds and be labeled with such a word. Stigma around the word fat as a swear, a slur, must be diminished. We can do this by lifting the shame off of the word and in turn off of the people whom it affects. Shame and disgust are the two feelings often felt by fat people towards themselves, but also felt by others towards us, which influences it heavily. Being a fat person myself and living how we do, the way people treat me versus my friends blows me away. When talking about my weight, I either get, oh my god, you're not fat, don't call yourself fat, you're beautiful, or silence while they would otherwise say something to a skinny person calling themselves fat. This is fat stigma. Using the word which describes me best, I cannot also be beautiful. Why? Health and its impacts are individual, and beauty is also individual. Now that we understand how the word fat should be used, let's discuss why weight loss isn't always possible and what roles are played in the weight people are. Weight is not purely based on habits or laziness. Many different medical conditions, variations in genetics, and childhood or extreme trauma can all contribute in different ways to a person's weight. Regardless of this, people will still view fat people as lazy, pigs, and bring shame upon them. Some examples of medical conditions that make it extremely hard to lose weight are PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome, hypothyroidism, and even chronic stress or depression. This does not mean that every fat person struggles with these, but it greatly impedes weight loss journeys and the weight individually as some conditions cause weight gain. When we have fat stigma against people of bigger sizes, we tend to forget that many people cannot choose. They don't sit there eating everything and waiting to gain weight, hoping to be even bigger. This is simply wrong. 
Some people do not have the resources and the support to lose weight. A huge fat stigma is that obesity is responsible for heart disease. This stigma is like com- comparing and blaming yellow teeth for lung cancer without thinking maybe smoking cigarettes have contributed to both conditions. Another large factor in weight and weight gain is trauma, specifically developed through childhood. Obesity and eating disorders come down to much more than just simply genetics or being unhealthy. It is highly influenced by the way in which a child is raised. Eating, specifically binge ED, which is an eating disorder in which you indulge in almost everything, can be caused by using it as a defense mechanism. A study of 112,000 people was concluded that being subjected to abuse, mental or physical abuse, or sexual assault during childhood led to an increase in the risk of obesity as an adult or a teen. Trauma survivors become binge eaters because it comforts them, and we never really know what a person is going through, which could, one, harm their mental health, and two, harm their body image along with others. It is also said that a lot of trauma survivors of sexual assault will indulge in more food in in hopes that it would make them unlovable and unable to look at so that what happened to them before in their life doesn't reoccur to them again. Hearing about the factors that can contribute to weight gain or the inability to lose weight, I hope your minds are opening up to the struggles that fat people face. We will finally be talking about the way fat people are treated by medical professionals, the misdiagnosing of obese persons, and the shame surrounding our bodies. When the shame over and over again about our weight is brought up numerous times by even our loved ones or we just decide we need help, we often are discouraged. From personal experience, go to the gym is a common insult I receive, specifically online. When I do go to the gym, like all of the fat phobes want me to, I am stared at, commented on, gossiped, all because I'm not 110 pounds. This contradicts what people want from us. We try to better ourselves, yet shame is still brought upon us. Fat shaming causes fear to better ourselves due to being harassed and discussed in public. We also fear to even step foot in a doctor's office. For example, when going to the doctors, let's say for abdominal pain, what often is said is, if you lose weight, you will feel better. You should try this new diet plan. It will make you feel better. And we also get underdiagnosed medication. Joan Chrysler, a psychology professor at Connecticut College, says, Research has shown that doctors repeatedly advise weight loss for fat people while recommending CAT scans, blood work, or physical therapy for other average weight patients. This is a direct example of how fat people are misdiagnosed or not diagnosed at all in the medical field. When these situations occur, it makes the fat people not want to go to the doctors at all and not get help for their weight. By not getting help, even if it's just to try and lose weight, this can harm us as fat people. Especially if we are going in for something such as a kidney infection and it gets blamed on our weight loss or our weight that we cannot lose. This is a backwards form of thinking and it can harm people more than it can do good. Yes, you may want the fat person at hand to lose weight, but it is not over risking an infection or their life. 
Now that you have heard where to start changing fat stigma and how it affects the lives of fat people, there are things you can do to help bring awareness and support us as a community. Please stand up for your fat friends. Be body body positive. Always stop to think. Is what I'm about to say kind? And help open the minds of others as well. Here in 2022, we must learn to improve, especially as a body positive generation. That's all for today's episode of Hashtag Raise Awareness. We should change how we view fat or the word fat. Thank you for listening and joining us today. Please like and sign up for notifications on upcoming episodes. And please remember to always hashtag raise awareness. Please tune in for next week's episode. Do diet plans actually work? I'm your host, Amira Martin, and I hope you have an amazing day. Until next time.